Hey everybody, it's Lonnie Main with Red Shoes Living, and yes, here we are in 2018. We have finally turned the corner from 2017 and we're off and running. It has been an interesting and exciting couple of weeks for me, and I'm sure it has been for you with all the holidays and the planning, and now that we're off and running to see what we can really do in 2018. As always, we're coming to you unedited, uncut, and raw on this podcast. I'm also sitting in my office here in Salt Lake City, Utah, looking up at the beautiful mountain ranges of the Wasatch Mountains with snow on top. Even though it's not enough snow, they're still incredibly beautiful, and I'm grateful to be here. You know, I want to talk about a couple of things, but before I do, I want to give one more shout out and thank you to Catherine Reuter Adamac, who was on our podcast last week. If you haven't listened to that, it's about 50 minutes long and every minute is worth it. She's an incredible young woman, 29 years old, that made a comeback to uh, achieve another dream of coming back to the Olympics for the second time and came up just a little bit short, uh, which was definitely challenging for her. But listening to how she's overcoming this adversity and creating a new masterpiece was incredibly inspiring to me and I know to many of you because many of you wrote in and talked about that podcast. So Catherine, thanks again for being who you are and such a great example. And I, for one, learned a lot from you. You've inspired me rolling in here or turning the corner into 2018. So let's talk about a couple of things and I'll give you some personal thoughts things in terms of my own personal goals and, and where I'm headed this year. I'm all about simplification. I'm all about execution. And I'm all about you know showing up in the world in a beautiful and positive way. One of the things that I've done, and I talked about this in, the, in a, a podcast prior, was I've really focused on three areas coming into 2018. And the first area in column that I've actually written these things is what are the experiences that I want to have this year in 2018. And I've listed all kinds of things, some things that are very simple, some things that are very crazy. So we'll see, you know, as we move along what I've accomplished there. The second one is just what do I want to do to improve myself? You know, uh, whether it's my health or it's better sleep or whatever it may be, my knowledge in terms of what I do, you know, on and on and on. So that's the second column. The third thing is How do I want to show up in the world in a positive way? What do I want to give back? What contributions am I going to make to making this world a better place? Now, I've taken that and I've gone traditional as well. I've set some very specific and time-bounded goals that I can measure both on a daily basis, on a quarterly basis, and then, of course, on an annualized basis. So I'm actually combining those two structures in an effort to really enjoy this year and accomplish those things that that are important to me. So in doing that, let me just share a few things. On a daily basis, I'm focused really on just a handful of things, one of which is communication with my family and children on a daily basis and as busy as I get or any of us get, just making sure that I'm staying connected with them in a positive way, as well as my health. And I've got simple crazy things like alerts that go off three times a day to tell me to drink enough water during the day and to stay hydrated. And so there's some things like that that are in there too. As well as first thing in the morning when I wake up is to meditate for five minutes. And we're actually going to talk a little bit about meditation, the power of that if you haven't done it, and then how to just consistently show up to that meditation. Hitting the gym and then putting everything that I have into red shoes in a way that hopefully in that third column shows up Uh, for all of you and we continue to grow and get better together. So with that, what I really want to break down, it's nothing new, but let's just talk about mind, body, and spirit for just a minute. Um, And that's really what we're going to talk about through this podcast. And if we think about mind, the first thing that comes to mind is just awareness. Being aware, you know, of the things that we want to accomplish this year. Being aware of the relationships that we want to build and establish. Being aware of our bodies. Being aware of what's going into our mind. 
you know, on a daily basis, so many thoughts go through our mind and there's all kinds of statistics out there in terms of what we think about. A lot of people say a lot of what flies through our mind is negative. And if that's true, we have to be aware, you know, on a, on a minute by minute basis, which can be a little bit exhausting of that negativity that potentially could be coming into our mind. And so what I would challenge everybody with is do that. Be aware of that. Make sure that the talk track that's going through our mind is positive and you have to practice this. It's like anything. If you practice the positivity of what we bring into our mind, then that's what starts to flow on a, you know, on a regular basis uh, through our mind. So feed your mind positive things and positive people. Uh, you know, I've made a commitment this year to make sure that I'm, I'm surrounding myself with positive people uh, that support me, become my advocate, and in return, I can do the same things for them. Uh, the meditation and rest. I will tell you that I think these are two of the most important things that you can do. Meditating in the morning, getting your mind right, you know, kind of getting into the moment. I only meditate for five minutes, and I will tell you it's all I can do to do that, but it, if I miss five minutes of meditation, I can tell a difference for that day and rest. I have made a commitment to resting this year. I'm one that typically is up early in the morning, and I like to work late into the night. And this go-around in 2018, sleep has become something really, really important to me. And I, I only know that because when I really get good sleep, probably like many of you, I notice it. It's a big difference. So that's something that I'm completely focused on. This concept of minimize to maximize is big for me as well. And it's not mine. A lot of people are talking about it. But I'm minimizing as much as I possibly can, even all the way down to the wardrobe and the clothes that I wear or the books that I'm reading or the things and the activities that I'm doing every day. I've really prioritized what's important to me. And it's my belief if I can stay focused on those things that are really, really important that I will maximize my results. So I'm getting you know, rid of some of the craziness that goes on around me in many, many different ways. Uh, one thing, that, and I'm laughing as I say it, but a sense of humor to negativity. I sat in a restaurant two days ago, and I listened to a group, uh, and it was hard not to hear them. They were talking loud enough, and what they were doing, it's 2018, they were actually complaining about some of the goals and, and objectives that their organization had set and what other people had set, and it was kind of a frenzy, if you will, of negativity. And I've, I've learned to grow or gain a little bit of a sense of humor about that because I think if people could really hear when they talk that way and when they get you know dramatic and political and negative, how silly they actually sound, if they could take a step away from that and hear themselves, they'd probably stop. And the reason I smile about it now is I don't believe anything they were talking about really mattered. And I don't think it was solving anything that they were talking about. If we could get to you know, solving and resolution and moving forward, I think that we'd all, you know, uh, the world would be a better place. I used to really get down about that and I would get negative in return. And I've learned to just kind of release that for me and, uh, and get a sense of humor about it. So it was actually funny to me. So uh, being mindful, we've talked a lot about this, uh, you know, being mindful, being in the moment, not living in the past, 2017 is gone. Hopefully we've all learned from it and maybe we're still learning from it, but we're not living in 2017. I had a luncheon today with somebody that was still living in 2017 and we had this conversation. The awareness of the individual quickly kicked in and they, they moved forward and said, you're absolutely right, let's move on. The other thing is, is I'm not thinking about 2019. I'm probably setting goals. In fact, I can tell you that I am for 2019, 2020, but I'm also not living there. You know, I'm being mindful and being present in the moment. 
Um, energy meter. This is something that I really believe in. We've only got so much energy in a day. And regardless of how fit you are, or healthy you are, or how much sleep you had, we all still have so much energy. And so it's important to uh, really decide where you're going to spend your energy during the day. And I'm very visual. So one of the things I, th I think about is an energy meter. And I think, okay, if I'm going to expend energy on a negative situation, and I'm going to get involved in a discussion that really isn't healthy, or it's murmuring, or it's political, how much energy is that going to take away from me? And I'm also very, very cautious and careful that I, I look at that energy meter, if you will, on a daily basis so I know that when I'm leaving the office, I have enough energy to give to my friends, family, and other that I can give them the best version of myself as well. So think about your energy meter and how much you're expending on a daily basis. You have to inspire yourself to inspire others. Um, to create, you know, a, a positive mind, there's going to be negativity that reaches in inside of us, and we're going to, you know, be human beings, and we're going to probably jump into that from time to time. But we are human, and we want to be inspired. When we inspire ourselves, we inspire others. And so that's another area that I'm going to focus on this year. And just focus. Uh, we've talked about the flow and getting lost in the work or getting lost in whatever it is that we're doing, whether it's eating or it's talking to a friend or it's working on a project, literally just getting lost in those things. So here's what I want you to think about in terms of the mind. Um, the mind affects the body. And we're going to talk about the body here next. But whatever is going through your mind typically is coming right back through the body. So that's why you know it's, it's critically important to uh, to focus on you know what we're feeding the mind, which affects the body and ultimately can affect the soul as well. So let's talk about the body for a minute. Um, health is a big deal, and um, I think many of you know and have heard that I like to stay healthy and challenge myself. And sometimes that physical challenge I go a little too far, and the body needs to rest. And in fact, in all three of these categories, in both mind, body, and soul, rest is going to be a consistent theme in all three of those. As I've mentioned before, many of the leaders and executives that I talk to on a daily basis, you know, when we start talking about how they're doing and where they want to go and how they think they need to get there or to show up, the first thing they talk about is their physical, the physicality, you know, the body. And many of them are not actually treating the body the way that they need. They're not getting the sleep. They might be drinking a little too much. They might be eating a little too much, you know, on and on and on. When you start to change the body, everything else really starts to follow. The mind even starts to follow you and the soul starts to follow you. So what I would tell you, wherever you are in terms of fitness and the physicality of your body is fine. Start there, that's the baseline, and then just move forward. Another conversation I was having with an individual today, we were talking about just showing up. And Catherine, by the way, Adam Ack talked about this in her podcast from last week. It's really not enough just to show up anymore. You actually have to show up and then do. And let me give you an example. The individual I was talking to today, we were talking about just getting on the treadmill. And she said, I got on the treadmill this morning. And I said, that's fantastic. And I said, it doesn't really matter if you go far on that treadmill. What matters is the consistency to showing up on the treadmill and the consistency to doing something. You don't have to run a mile every single time. And I will tell you, and this is a true story, there are days during the week when I show up at the gym, literally because I want to be consistent in showing up with the, at the gym, and then I consistently do something. Sometimes that something is only about 15 minutes long. And the people that know me at the gym, when I start to put my jacket back on a walkout, I always get a few laughs and a few, hey, short workout today, Lonnie. And I say, yeah, but at least I was here and at least I did something. <laughs> so get consistent at being consistent. When you do that over time, you pretty much wake up to a better world, you know, either weeks, months, or even a year down the road if you're consistently showing up and at least doing something. 
Um, so the other part of, of the body, of course, is just eating and making sure that we're feeding the body the right things. And so you go back to the mind. You know, we're feeding the mind, which affects the body, the right things. With the food that we're putting into our body. I'm not saying don't enjoy food because I clearly do. I enjoy eating and I enjoy the social aspect of getting together with friends and family and, and having a meal. But be very careful. Now, I'm getting a little bit older in age. And when I do, I have to watch what I eat. And I'm doing that very cautiously. And different, you'll find different foods affect you in different ways. There's all kinds of reading and research that you can do out there, and I would challenge you to do it. But your body is an absolute high-performance machine. And if you want to feel good and you want it to translate into the mind and translate directly out into the body, you have to feed the body the right things. And then finally, uh, sleep once again. And again, you're going to find this consistent here. You need to rest that body. If you're overdoing it, you need to be aware enough. The mind has to be aware enough. Say, I'm overdoing it and take some time off. If you need to amp it up, do that as well. So let's end here. Let's end on soul. Let's talk about that for just a minute. Before I do, I want to just give you a statistic. There's a statistic out there that says if you surround yourself with people that tend not to be fit or tend not to be the way that you're trying to be, you have a 57% chance of being just like them. So what I mean by that, if you're surrounding yourself with people that aren't, you know, taking care of their bodies, um, if you're in that environment on a consistent basis with those individuals, if they have different goals than you do, you're 57% more likely to become like them. Now, I know as I'm saying that, you're probably thinking that's not going to happen, but just think about it for a minute. So what I'm saying is, is we all have friends that are diverse and we should, but for, to achieve your goals, surround yourself with people that are also have you know the same type of goals and want to see you achieve and get where you want to do. So the soul, think well, be well. You know what we feed our mind is critically important, and uh, it, you know physically and emotionally can make our soul, if you will, feel that much better. I will tell you something that I've been taught many, many times, and that is assume good intent and do good. So when we assume good intent with people, we really believe people have good intentions as they're interacting with us. That's just a better world to live in. And in return, we do good. We do good as consistently as we possibly can. I always leave room for the human factor. We're not going to get it all right, and that's okay. Just be aware enough when you don't get it right to fix it and move on. The other thing, and sometimes this is hard for me, I feel like, you know, all of us put so much out there, put so much out into the world, and, and you know, I say don't expect anything back. And that's hard as a human because when you put things out, sometimes you want to get it back because we're human too. It doesn't always happen. The way to show up in the world and to really feed the soul is to expect nothing back. Just keep showing up. Just keep putting yourself out there. Just keep doing good. Just keep assuming good intent. If it doesn't come back to you, try not to become cynical. You know, try to stay positive because I will tell you, over time, things come back in the most positive way. And we talk about the soul, you know, I have to talk about gratitude, kindness, um, you know, at every level. I know of an executive that when this executive walks into a meeting room of people that he knows, he looks at every individual before he sits down, acknowledges them, and in his mind thinks one positive thing about that individual. And he goes all the way around the room before he sits down. I think that's a remarkable way to start a meeting and to get your mindset right and to really feed your soul in the most positive way. Now, I've already talked about this, but drama and politics eliminate all drama and politics that you can from your life at every level. Like the story I told about the people sitting there uh, at the table that were murmuring and, and being political, you know, be aware enough when you hear those things to just smile a little bit. And, and sometimes I even say, I'm glad that's them and not me because I don't want to participate. It's not good for the soul. 
Um, know your, you know, your, your people and serve your tribe. What I mean by that is showing up at a level of service does good for the soul. When you have a purpose that's bigger than you, and we'll talk about this here briefly, that's when things really start to happen. So serve, do things for other people. This is what really feeds the soul and makes us happy. There's a gentleman that uh, did a TEDx in Malibu, California, by the name of Adam Lipzig. And he did uh, a TED Talk that I think is brilliant. It's got over 10 million views on it. And he talks about how to know what your purpose is within five minutes. And he really gives you just a couple of bullet points to think about. If you haven't watched it, it's about 10 minutes long. Go out and watch that TED Talk. It's Adam Lipzig. Um, but if you, if you have, uh, let me just remind you what he talks about. The first thing is know who you are. Who are you? And that can be as simple as just stating your name. The second thing is, is what do you love to do? What do you love to do? And, and another way to kind of break that down is, you know, what are you really qualified to teach others about? So what do you love to do? And then who do you do it for? So what do you love to do? And then who do you do it for? And he talks about this. The next one is, what do you want or need? What do you want or need? And then how do people change for, you know, tra- how do people change or transform by what you do for them? So that was the last piece. But go out and watch that. It's a really interesting way to think about, you know, what is my purpose in life? Having a purpose in life that is bigger than just you is critically important to happiness in life. There's all kinds of stories and examples. You know, and I think about my own purpose, that is, is to help people become the best version of themselves day in and day out and stand out for the positive in everything they do from how they work to how they live their life, just like a pair of red shoes stand out. That's it. That's it for me. That's my purpose. And if I can continue to put myself out there and hopefully help a few people, including myself, along the way, then I'm accomplishing my purpose. And then the last thing on soul is sleep. (laughs) So get rest all the way through. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. So for those that remember the professor, um, I think it was at Carnegie Mellon, Mellon, uh, Randy Posh, who passed away some time ago. He had pancreatic cancer. had been given three to six months to, to live and outlive that. And he gave a famous speech um, you know, it was really about kind of his last talk, if you will, his final speech, and it went viral, and many people listened to it, including myself, and got a lot out of that. And one of the things he talked about in there is he's talking about, you know, this need to beat the Grim Reaper. And so one way, he said, people say that, that you, you beat the Grim Reaper is to live longer. And in his case, he didn't have that option. And so what he decided was, that's not how I'm going to do it. That's not how I'm going to beat the Grim grim Reaper. How I'm going to do it is I'm going to live well. I'm going to live my life well. So whatever that is for you in terms of living your life well, do that. Choose to do that day in and day out. Give yourself room to be human and to be down from time to time, but wake up every day, realize today is a new day and that promise tomorrow is promise to no one. Hey, proud of what everybody's doing out there. Hopefully it's helpful. Continue to stay in touch and be the best version of yourself day in and day out. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.